Hello everybody, today we will be talking about conspiracy theories and why people believe them, but we will be mainly focused on the conspiracy theory of the Roswell incident. A conspiracy theory can be defined as a belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible for a circumstance or event. Now people who believe in such theories can be generally grouped into the following three categories. The desire for understanding and certainty, the desire for control and security, and finally, the desire to maintain a positive self-image. But enough of this technical talk. Let's get into what you actually came here for, the conspiracy theory of the Roswell incident. On July 7th, 1947, around 75 miles outside the town of Roswell, New Mexico, debris from a classified project being used by the United States Air Force to detect atomic bomb tests in the Soviet Union was recovered from a ranch after being reported by a ranch worker named William Brazel. Being intrigued by the idea of flying saucers, Brazel took some debris from the site and went to the Roswell Sheriff at the time, George Wilcox, who immediately reported the encounter to the Air Force Base in Roswell, who then sent agents to the ranch but not before the press got a hold of the story and went public. On July 8, 1947, the Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release stating that the flying disc had crashed on the ranch due to a powerful storm. But later that day, some government scientists arrived on the scene and the story seemed to change from a flying disc to a weather balloon. After the Roswell Daily record had reported the debris found was from a UFO crash, they changed it to include the Air Force statement that it was in fact a weather balloon, which was part of an experimental technology trial codenamed Project Mongol, which was designed to detect sound waves in the upper atmosphere from Soviet atom bomb tests by flying microphones on trains of balloons at high altitudes. The fact that this technology was involved in the Cold War for surveillance may have helped the rumors of a cover-up. Now you may be asking, who are the people who saw these things? Where are the witnesses? Well, several witnesses say that they saw debris scattered over a wide area and at least one person reported seeing a blazing aircraft in the sky shortly before it crashed. Now, yes, this all seems like a lie, but a key account came from a former mortician, Glenn Dennis, who claimed in 1989, a friend who worked for the army as a nurse in Roswell had accidentally walked into an examination room where doctors were seen bent over the bodies of three creatures who apparently resembled humans, but with small bodies, spindled arms, and giant bald heads. But the claims of people seeing these things have constantly been debunked due to the fact that they were accounts from friends of friends. Now I would like to bring in someone to have this conversation with, so welcome to our guest Easton Senzen. Thank you. Uh, no problem. So now that you have a little more information about this incident, do you have anything you would like to add to the subject that I didn't address or would like to talk? Major Jesse Marcel came up and he took the he took the 
spacecraft away. And it wasn't until July 8, 1947, when Lieutenant Walter Hout said that he doesn't believe that, or he said it was a spacecraft, and he was talking about all, all the information, and then a day later, General Roger Ramey came in and said, no, it wasn't a spacecraft, it was an air balloon. It then, later on, 33 years later, um, they found out about the story, and just, I don't remember the guy's name, but he was doing a bunch of research on the whole thing, and that's how this thing came back. Um, so basically, what you said, but, um, yeah, basically it was a huge cover-up by the government, and that's all I found out about it. So, I'm assuming that the people, the uh, general and lieutenant, they were Air Force members, or in the ranks, yeah. on the base? Okay. Um, when I was doing, looking into this, um, I saw that a lot of the sightings, if you will, um, didn't really pick up until, like you said, the 80s when, um, when alien movies started coming out and all this stuff, um, and people were like, yo, this is, you know, um, starting to question basically everything that they had been told. Um, and after that, after all the movies had come out, um, it was in the UN, uh, and UK, it said, um, that sightings had gone up drastically from the 80s up until, um, I'd assume now. Um, but it was because- so 39 years. Yeah. So yeah. it was, um, It's a long time. People kind of forgot about it until these movies started coming out. And I, a lot of people are saying it's, um, they believe that it's there because they want to see it. Um, and I feel like that's a big thing about conspiracy theories is they see what they want to believe or they trust what they want to believe, what is said to them, even if it's based on baseless facts. Um, so what do you, like, what do you think about that kind of stuff? I feel like a lot of it, they just make it up and they see what they want to believe and um, it's kind of the thing with Bigfoot they'll make everything out to be more than what it is like that twig breaking they'll think oh that's the Bigfoot and I feel like they do that with the same way with aliens because they, they're not really sure what an alien spacecraft looks like so they kind of put it all together and they say this is alien spacecraft when in 1947 they don't really know too much about anything really mm -hmm. compared to now and uh, since we've had technology there has been I don't think as much I'm sure there's a lot of sightings but I don't think it's a whole big of a deal as it was back then because people know more than they do now or than they did I mean and so, yeah. Um, I know that there's um, a lot of stuff about aliens out there and all this. Um, and 
questioning if there is life on other planets, what does it look like? Um, and you sent me an article the other day that had um, information about what scientists believe uh, other planets, like a life form another planet could support, um, like the deep seas that have been found on some planets, I forgot which ones, but um, they were, it was saying that um, the life forms that it could possibly support are um, those comparable to, comparable, sorry, to um, our deep sea creatures. So do you think um, that life on other planets, if there is, would look like we think it does from the movies, what we've been trained, I guess, to see as an alien? Do you think that's an alien, or do you think it's just what scientists believe it is? is? Yeah, well, first of all, I don't believe in aliens, and uh, I think that... Hypothetically. Oh, hypothetically, I would say that it gets mistaken a lot of the time for something else, so I would assume that it would most likely just be like a little sea creature looking thing, but uh, because nobody really knows what they look like, if there is the actual thing, and um, they would mistake it for other things, and I just don't think they would look like exactly what you see in the movies because of where they're located and just what they have to uh, live off of. I think they would be more closer to like an animal or something. I don't think it's the green creatures you see on, green or gray creatures you see on movies and TV um, or even like the movie Predator. I don't think they're <laughs> like that either. I just would assume they're more real like based on like sea creatures and stuff mm -hmm. like that that's my opinion mm -hmm. um, I know technologically we've advanced a lot and as a human race we've advanced a lot um, but there are still people who believe that um, the aircrafts that are being used by military or whatever you may have um, wherever people are um, a lot of people don't really know what those military aircrafts look like so when they see something in the sky especially at night um, when all they see is the lights they're thinking oh oh shit like this is it's an alien so then they report it and I feel like just as as far as humans go and their knowledge of things I feel like it's definitely questionable as to still as to why people believe in in conspiracy theories forget aliens and all this stuff um, yes I said at the beginning the three reasons why people general generally believe them but I feel like it's it goes more into depth um, because I feel like conspiracy theories can you can go so many different ways with them um, and you can, we can talk for hours about it, but um, I feel like to actually understand a conspiracy theory or to uh, believe one, I feel like it's more of a psychological thing than it is a societal thing. Yeah, like helicopters at night, they look like 
they're just blinking lights and stuff, so I'm sure a lot of the sightings are helicopters at night because what it makes out to be is just flashing lights or like sometimes stars at night look like mm -hmm. it could possibly be. Um, yeah, I feel like it's... Do you think it's more of a psychological thing and people should take a psychological approach to it or do you think it's more of a societal um, not, I don't want to say issue, but... No, I think it's psychological. I think that people see what they want to see, and they make it seem because nowadays they want to have something to tell their friends and tell stories, and so they make it something that it's not. And realistically, they just sound like a crazy person. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. <laughs> um, so, like I said, um, we could really talk for hours on the topic. Um, but that's all the time we have right now. So, thank you for talking with me about conspiracy theories. Um, and I guess until next time.